Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. Happy Friday. It is October 21st. And I am your host, Brittany Daniel. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. I hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, Morning Motivation, we go live each and every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern, where we just fellowship, talk about God and, and how to be a great person and how to walk in all of those great things. So if this is a conversation that interests you, please hit the subscribe button and join the conversation. And you can also listen on uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. So I hope you guys are doing well. Happy Friday. Um, we have some uh, people out that are, uh, I don't want to put their business out because they they sent it. They sent me a message directly, but pray for our morning motivators, pray for healing, pray for strength, pray for mental stability. Uh, everybody's I won't say everybody. There's a lot going on uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually out there. So keep everybody in your prayers. Pray for me, y'all. I be needing it too. And I pray for you all each and every day. Um, We didn't really talk about what we were supposed to talk about yesterday. Yesterday became a big Q&A, which I loved. I've had a feeling when I was preparing that that's what it was going to turn into. So it wasn't like a big deal. Um, thank you, Bex. Yes, a no judgment zone. Love it. Absolutely. This is a judgment-free zone. Um, and if y'all ever see people being weird in the comments, just politely, we do not accept that energy here, which we never really get a lot of the time. It, onesies and twosies, but we normally have pretty good energy, which I appreciate. Um, but yesterday we did not get to talk about what we was going to talk about. Okay. I love that it would turn into a QA. and uh, I love that we were able to just talk. And anytime you guys have questions, go ahead and put in the comments. Um, I would love to answer those for you guys, but we did not get to talk about like how it's not about us. And how we're supposed to move and operate, especially if we call ourselves Christians. And it's not about sitting on a pedestal or anything like that. It's truly like how we are supposed to move and operate. And to be fair and honest, if everybody operated off of this law, then the world would be such a better place. Like the world would just, we'd all flourish. We'd all be living in mansions, having enough to eat. Nobody would be nobody homeless if everybody operated off of this law. Um, or off of these laws, I would say it, there would be a lot of good in the world and not bad. And that's what I don't understand when people go against Christianity so much. I understand church hurt. I understand um, not really liking the rules that other like micro churches have created. I get that part. But when you just read the Bible full out on what God wants us to do, all he wants us to do is do right. That's it. Like he's just calling us to do the right thing. But uh, there's just so much perversion and evil in the world that yeah, they just want us to do everything but what we're supposed to do. <laughs> but let's go ahead and jump into it. We're going to do a prayer. Uh, no, you're not being weird at all, Bex, at all. No, that is what the comment section is for. Anytime you feel it in your spirit to say something, put a verse, shout out, it don't matter. Whatever y'all want to put in the comments, as long as it's respectful, it is appreciated. You got a business, promote it. You got a book coming out, promote it. You need prayer, promote it. Whatever y'all need, go ahead. You're totally fine and welcome here. Thank you for that. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. And thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. Thank you, Lord, that our bodies are functioning exactly the way that they were designed. That if anybody out there that is out there that is sick, I, I pray on healing power in the name of Jesus. I pray for perfect peace in the name of Jesus and give them grace through this season. But everybody else just wanted to thank you, God, that we are not sitting in hospital beds, that we are not um, on any machines, that we are thriving fully wealthy and healthy right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that anybody that is going through any sort of demonic depression or any type of spiritual warfare that you rebuke it and put it in the pits of hell right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for anybody who is just out there struggling, that they are not alone, that they have a community here with the morning motivators, that you are always by their side and sending Jesus and your angels to cover them and support them in this time of their need. And your darling son, Jesus name, I pray for peace, prosperity, abundance, blessings, um, just immense happiness and joy for your people right now. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, y'all. So let's go to the shout outs. If this is your first time watching, let me know where you're watching from. I would love to know. Uh, and get your shout out in. Go ahead and put your shout out in a comment so you can get your shout out. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Destiny. Happy Friday. It doesn't even feel like Friday, does it? 
I think because I got so much work to do and so, so much to do today, it don't feel like Friday for me. But happy Friday. Good morning, Chevy Chev. Good morning, Cooking with Raw. Good morning, Lacey. Good morning, She Amber. Happy Friday. Good morning, Bex. Uh, good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Ashley. Rich Rising. Ashley, I love Ashley. Be like Rich Rising, y'all. Rich Rising. Rich Rising for everybody. We believe in prosperity and abundance and blessings over here, okay? Uh, turn off my alarm. Uh, good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Sharnisa. Good morning, such a lady. I know, yeah. Every, yeah, people go through church hurt, and I want to apologize on behalf of church hurt or anybody that's ever been hurt or anybody's ever been hurt by anything I've ever said, because that was never my intentions. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of people that are church hurt. But like we said yesterday, you know, we give people another chances. I would give church another chance, a good one. Maybe not that one. Maybe you just move on, love them from a distance, but uh, find a beautiful blessed church because I, the church has extremely blessed my life. So I pray that you all find churches that bless yours as well. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Talia. Good morning, Melanin Honey. Melanin Honey, I DM'd you finally, girl. It's it's on its way. <laughs> Thank you for being so patient. Good morning, Percy. Good morning, Elvis. I know she Amber. I think she Amber was in the building. I don't think she was just in the chat. Good morning, Jerome. Happy Friday. I'm getting more uh men in the building. What's up? Happy Friday. Good morning, Jawan. I know yesterday did feel like Friday, right? And good morning, Whitney. I like that little men, men's stepping in the building. Good morning. All right, you guys. So yesterday we had a great conversation about a bunch of stuff, right? A bunch of topics, but we never talked about what we were supposed to talk about. And I wanted to have a conversation. And again, if you guys have questions, put them in the comments. I want to talk about how we're supposed to treat one another and how we're supposed to go about life as Christians, right? And how it's not about us. You know, I understand that we live in a world now where people are healing and, you know, some people have been doormats or they feel like they've been overused. So they're trying to take their power back and center their lives, which I definitely understand. You're supposed to take care of yourself, right? We are all grown. Um, unless you are married, uh, you got to take care of yourself. Can't nobody take care of you the way you take care of you. And even if you are married or in a relationship, you know, we're still adults. We are charged to bathe ourselves, uh, good hygiene. Even if you don't wear makeup, like I'm not wearing makeup today. Even if you don't wear makeup, good hygiene, brushing your teeth, taking care of yourself, making sure you get good, healthy food in your system. Um, make sure that you are exercising and reading your Bible or being in spiritual peace. All of that stuff is our personal responsibilities, right? Now, as a community and as believers, we are supposed to pray for each other, right? Because we can't do everything in our own strength. And um, our prayers individually are powerful. But when more than one person is joined and prays for a person, a situation, an instance, it's it's even more powerful. Um, if anybody, most people that go to church, y'all understand. But if you've never been to church, or you haven't been in, in a situation like that or had multiple people pray at the same time. It's kind of similar to remember that scene in Avatar, the one with the blue people when they were sitting around the uh, tree and they were all praying in, in um, what is it called? They were chanting together and it was like that that energy field that they were calling towards for they kind of think they called their tree Awa. It's like that, like when you are synchronized with people and you are calling in the Holy Spirit, it really does open up. So prayer is powerful. Thank you, Percy. You are so sweet. No makeup. You are naturally beautiful. Okay, period. Thank you. And I believe that. But you know what? I'm going to be transparent with y'all. On camera, I do not like how I watch myself back without makeup. It does not. Camera, no makeup looks dead. <laughs> But in real life, I love my skin without makeup. Like I've, I now, because I've, I've had struggles with acne for a very long time, figured it out. Finally, thank God in the name of Jesus. And uh, yeah, so I appreciate the super chat and I appreciate the compliment. Um, oh, she Amber was off yesterday. It's okay. She Amber been, she Amber done been here mo to me. Okay. The days I wasn't here, she Amber was here. So <laughs> So thank you. Yeah, something about, you know what? I think the cameras are deceitful. 
especially if you take a picture on an iPhone, I really think that they're meant to distort our faces and what we truly look like. Because when I look at myself in the mirror, I'd be like, you better work, girl. Then when I watch myself on camera without makeup, I'd be like, oh, you should have did your makeup. But uh, I can't wear make I can't wear makeup today because I have an appointment. But that's neither here nor there. But thank you for the compliments. And thank you, guys. And hopefully we are all out there, women, um, loving the skin that we're in. And if you ever have any issues with acne, girl, I've been there, struggle. Um, keep working at it. Change your diet. Uh, do what you got to do. Curology worked wonders for me. No, this is not sponsored. Uh, but when I got on Curology, it was like magic sauce, okay? Magic sauce. But let's dive into 2 Corinthians before I make this a whole thing about me. Thank you. <laughs> um, but 1 Corinthians, uh, it's not all about us, right? So our number one purpose on this planet is to lead people to God, right? In Jesus Christ. And then we do that first by being an example of how of how Jesus lived because Jesus is big shoes to fill. Let's say Jesus was without sin. And I, and I believe that's why he was born to a virgin because if he would have been born to Keisha, me, anybody else, and I talk about Keisha on here, but just anybody else, Jesus probably wouldn't have been Jesus. You know what I mean? If he would have been my son, <laughs> he would have been eating pop tart. No. Right. And he had to be born through a virgin so he could be un, uh, untouched with sin. Right. Even Joseph, when Joseph was told to marry, uh, marry, Mary. <laughs> when he was told to marry, to take Mary as your wife, they did not sleep together until Jesus was conceived, even though that they were married to make sure that he was untouched. So that is a very high standard, right? To live like Jesus, to be like Jesus, a very high standard that we're all fall short of because we're human beings, right? But what we're supposed to do is love our, each other as Jesus loved us, right? Jesus never condemned anybody. He he told people about themselves, right? He was a beast with it, but his words were always kind. Um, he never destroyed anything. He he moved about as a as a just a solid person with integrity, doing right, healing people. He never uh judged anybody, never turned his nose up to people who needed him. When the man stretched, man, <laughs> Lord forgive me for this. When we ever have y'all ever heard of the the story and I and let me know in the comments what what chapter this is, right? Remember when See, I need to mature and grow up. I need to grow up. I'm in my grow I'm I'm, I'm working on my maturity uh when it comes to certain things, my mind. But y'all know the the story of the man with the hand, right? With the withered hand. When I hear that story because of the world, sorry to say, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to blame it. I'm not going to take personal responsibility or accountability. When I hear this story, I think of the, the man with the hand in the, what's that, the scary movie? He told the man to stretch out his withered hand, right? Most people would not even go near somebody with an, a disablement or an ailment. Or think about the woman of blood, right? When the woman of blood touched the garment of Jesus, he knew he was touched. But imagine that like women, we know what goes on through our menstruals. We know what goes on through that season. Men would die if they even saw it, looked at it, anything like that. Right. They just would. Y'all aren't used to that. Right. So imagine the woman with the issue of blood. And back then there were no sanitary napkins. There weren't all the aids that we have now. So imagine she it was hot. She probably didn't smell the best. She always maybe didn't have robes to switch out all the time. So imagine how people treated her in the streets, right? I always think about that when we we talk about the woman with the issue of blood. I don't know if men truly would know what that would be like for us to be on our menstruals every single day and it just not stop. And no tell. And I know this is gross for some people, but, but it's in the Bible. It's real. But imagine that being like your cousin or your friend or somebody that you knew in the neighborhood, you know, because everybody know that person in the neighborhood, but don't nobody really, they rock with them. They say, what's up, but they don't hang out. You know what I mean? So imagine all the scrutiny she got. Imagine probably, possibly, and I'm just keeping it a buck, how she smelled, how she was, um, the torment that she went through, the ridicule she went through, right? And Jesus didn't turn away from any of those people. That's how mature he was. That's how non-judgmental he was. That's how loving he was. Some of us be in the car, a homeless person, 
be outside your window. You don't even look at them and acknowledge them as a human being. They just be sitting there like, I hope this person go away. Don't look at them. Don't look. <laughs> just images. We be just immature, right? I don't do that. At least I smile. I ain't got no money. I need to start carrying around physical dollars like I used to. I used to go to the bank, get physical dollars so I could give them out. I'd be like, y'all need cash app so I can cash app you. Any, anyways, uh, some of us won't even <laughs> acknowledge people that are different than us, right? A man with a withered hand. We think of my immature self would think of scary movie, right? Um, that situation where we've made fun of people like that, where we've claimed things like that as a joke. And as y'all saw, I was laughing. So I'm, I'm talking about myself. But Jesus didn't turn away from people with wither hands, ailments, and things like that, right? So to be like Jesus, we are challenged to be like him each and every day. We're supposed to work towards loving each other as Jesus loved us each and every day. It says, uh, Corinthians said, wait, hold on. But that's why we are. OK, this is what I want to say. That's why we are challenged to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So imagine if we had the ailments. Imagine if we were the, the person with the issue of blood or had some sort of deformity or whatever the case may be. And some of us do. Some of us have family members. Some of us have, um, you know, children and things like that. So how would we want to be treated if that was us? Man, if I was the woman with the issue of blood, you know how probably I wouldn't even had the bravery to go up and touch the garment of Jesus because I'd have probably been like, man, this man don't want to see me. I, I don't I got this issue. I smell a little bit. You know what I mean? Like imagine being that way and how insecure we would probably feel. Just whatever the case may be, we have to start loving each other better. You know, I walk around in Atlanta. And it's just like, dang, do you care about anybody but yourself? You know, and I understand in certain instances, like when I lived in New York, you couldn't just be going around smiling at folks because some people, <laughs> I'm just saying, I ain't got no money, uh, but you can't go around smiling at folks. So you have to be cautious of your environment. Like New York is not the environment to be friendly. They will eat you alive. You'll be a sheep amongst wolves, right? But in instances like on the highway, we are supposed, like sometimes I drive I'll, if I see somebody acting a fool behind me, I'll slow down so I know that they can have space so they don't cause an accident. And then I have to catch myself, be like, see, that's why. And I'd be like, no, pray for their safety. You know what I mean? Like I have to catch myself a lot of times. So when we're moving throughout the world, even me, like sometimes I'll be on the, on the, on the, on the road, I'm going to be transparent. And I'd be like that idiot. I can't do that. The Bible tells us not to do that because then we'll be judged. You know, we're not supposed to call each other names and call each other things. And I have to catch myself and be like, Brittany, you ain't supposed to call yo, yo, the children of God idiots. He don't like that. Fix it. <laughs> so I have to pray for myself. But we are called to to help one another, to love one another, to really pray for one another. That's what we're supposed to pray for our enemies. You know, it says if the, if if your enemy is hungry, feed them. You know, Jesus did not turn away from Judas. He washed his feet. He told Peter in his face, you're going to deny me three times, brother. Peter was like, nah, I ain't going to deny you, Jesus. I got you. Ride or die. Ride or die. He was like, all right. And he was still being a better person to everyone. Even on the cross, he asked, Lord, Jesus, forgive them for they not know what they do. Could you imagine getting your butt, like, not even whooped? We, gonna, we ain't going to fathom what Jesus went through. I'm going to bring it down. Imagine getting jumped and you praying out. Uh, Jesus forgives them for they not know what they do. That don't really happen, right, for us human beings. But we are challenged, and that's very extreme. But we are challenged to love each other uh, fully in the in the capacity of that, right? So, Corinthians, First uh, uh, Corinthians, and fourteen says, "Let love be your highest priority." And a lot of times we think of love as you know, loving each other, right? Loving our significant others. It's easy to love the person that you land next to. It's easy to person. It's easy to love the person that you think is cute, fine. It's easy to love love your bae, your kids. You, even no, it ain't always easy to love our parents. But we're still, we still. It's easier because they're your family. They ain't going nowhere. But love is supposed to be our highest priorities. And then First Corinthians thirteen says, "Love is the greatest, but not just." Uh, love is the greatest, but I put not just romantic love, but the love we have for each other. So I am called to love Percy, love L, love Kiwan, all of y'all like I love myself. And 
the key here is to really love yourself. And we can have a whole conversation about self-love and things like that. That's why we have to continue to work on ourselves because if there's areas in ourselves that we don't like, what we'll do is we'll project our dismissal of ourselves on other people. You know, that's why we're not supposed to take a lot of criticism to heart. Remember we read the book, The Four Agreements, and it talked about that. And I always talk about The Four Agreements because most of the time when people criticize, when they get online and they just have talking out the side of their necks and they're being mean and facetious and evil and, and just being just nasty towards one another, it's truly a reflection on how they feel about themselves. Now, because you can agree to disagree with somebody respectfully, right? Me and she Amber can have a conversation and maybe it's about God or something like that. And she Amber thinks one way and I think another way. I don't have to disrespect her in order to get my point across. I don't have to call her out her name or say, that's why you this, 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 that, and the third. Like, that's uncalled for. I could just be a mature adult and just be like, you know what, Shamber? I hear you. I disagree. We just going to agree to disagree. Right? So we are called to love one another. Um, 1 Corinthians 12 says, develop your spiritual gifts. So we already talked about that. That's not really what I wanted to do. Actually, yes, it is. So before we dive into spiritual gifts, right? We're supposed to develop our spiritual gifts to help one another. So what is it to have a spiritual gift of prophecy, right? If you don't prophesy, what is the point of having a spiritual gift to teach or evangelize or to heal if you're going to keep that energy to yourself? So everything that we are created for is to help one another. We are made to be a living sacrifice for God. Um, so Romans 12 and Romans is a great, I was on uh, my church's induction meeting yesterday and one of our pastors was saying how Romans is a great book for, especially if Christians are getting back into Christianity or somebody's new to Christianity. Romans is really good because what Paul is doing is Paul is offering solutions and basically basically breaking down the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and how we're supposed to live as Christians, you know, and how we're supposed to, uh, how we receive forgiveness from Jesus by, you know, repenting and going through the process and then how we gain new life through the Holy Spirit. And one thing I learned yesterday, which was really interesting that I did not know was how the Holy Spirit operates. So I used to think that the Holy Spirit was just that, a spirit that comes over you, um, and all of that. But really what it is, is kind of like what, what the world would call your intuition. Remember we talked about yesterday, how you're being pulled and because of the Holy Trinity, God, Jesus, and the Holy spirit, God moves through, they all work together to move through you, to bring you closer to God, to bring you, to make you a Christian. That's what conviction comes from. So conviction comes from the Holy spirit and not in always the instance of what did she say last night? Not always in the instance of conviction being like, oh, you did a bad thing. So you're being punished. Not like that. But conviction is really trying to change you as a person. You know, you're turning away from the things that you no longer used to enjoy. You know, maybe you used to like going to the bar, kicking it with the boys. And now you just like, you know what? That's just really not what I'm into no more. Or maybe you used to go get hookah with your homegirls or you used to go to brunch. And now you rather be in church, whatever the whatever it is, and it's different for everybody. I'm not saying that those things are bad, because um, we'll and we'll talk about the credit, the dangers of criticism as well, and how we're supposed to treat one another. None of those things are just bad or anything like that. But uh, I know for me, that's changed for me. Like certain things that I used to enjoy, I just really don't care about. I used to love brunch. Now I'm just like I pay for it, food that most of the time I can make better at home, drinks that are. I just look at it very differently for me because of how I just I rather be in church. And no, I don't want to go to church and then turn up because then I'm going to lose all of the, the good residue off my spirit. I like to go home and prepare my house for the rest of the week. I am working on being a Proverbs 31 woman. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. And I'm not trying to condemn anybody that does not do that. Whatever you do is between you and God. And we're not supposed to judge each other for that. Right. But we're supposed to, and let's read, let's talk about that and read that real quick. Uh, Kiwan says, me too. I wish I would have known the role of the Holy Spirit when I was a child. Now, see, here's the thing for me. I, I knew, but I didn't know that part. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's good. That and The whole thing is 
no matter what phase or what age we come to God, and when we are new Christians or say we're believers or we're being born again or we're trying it again, we start from infancy and we work our way up. So we can be real old or young and have way more spiritual maturity than adults, you know, but that's why we're not supposed to criticize uh, each other about what we're supposed to do or fulfilling our requirements. So it says love fulfills a God's requirements. So this is Romans 12, oh, 13 and eight. Owe nothing to anyone. That means your money. Y'all get y'all finances in order. Uh, the borrower, slave to the lender. Debt is a sin. I used to think that debt was okay. Now I'm working overtime to get rid of it because of what the Bible says about debt and how you want to move freely. So all of these, I know this is a little off topic, but all of these preachings about credit cards and you can get this and you can get that. Y'all be careful with all of that. Um, that's bondage because you might be able to get it, but if you might be able to get $50,000 in, in business loan debt or business credit, right? Um, but you still got to pay that money back. So if your money, if your business don't make $50,000, so just be careful. Not saying, you know, I know that you can use credit cards for rewards points. As long as you pay it off, I think you're good. But now not saying credit cards are evil or nothing like that. But what it says in the Bible says, oh, nothing to anyone. So take that, go do your research and see how God speaks to you. All right. So getting back on topic, <laughs> love fulfills God's requirements, except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirement of God's law. For the commandment says you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covenant, you know, covenant your neighbor's, you know, woman, a man. Uh, these and other such commandments are summed up into one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. So all those things we are commanded not to do is because what would you want anybody to do that to, to you? It says love does love does no wrong to others. So love fulfills the requirements of God's law. This is the most urgent. This is the this. Oh, excuse me. This is all the more urgent for you. How late it is. Time is running out. And it talks about how time is running out and how as believers we should be urgently trying our best to keep loving one another. It says, so remove your dark deeds like your dirty clothes and put this, the shining armor of li right living because we belong, because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in darkness of wild parties, drunkenness or sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarrels, quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think that you about, oh, excuse me, don't let yourself think about ways to indulge in evil desires. So we're supposed to turn away. Remember when I talked about not going in certain in certain um, environments yesterday because I did not want to tempt myself? I am really, really trying to do my best not to put myself in predicaments that I know I'm going to stumble. And it's not to say that she Amber can have one drink and be totally fine. You have to know yourself, but here's what I wanted to get into the dangers of criticism. It says, accept other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. So if you know someone that is, uh, it says a new believer and their, and their faith isn't, isn't steady. We're not supposed to condemn one another. We're not supposed to be like, that is wrong. You doing that wrong. That ain't what the Bible says. You wrong, wrong. No, we're supposed to say, hey, sis, hey, bro. This is a scripture that I read. This is what I got out of it. Let me know what you think. We're supposed to help guide them in the right direction, but not, um, not fight them on their beliefs because it says, for instance, one person believes it's right to eat anything. And the other believer is sensitive to what they eat and only eats vegetables. Those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. And those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who have accepted because God accepts all of it, right? It says, who are you to condemn someone else's servants? So we're not supposed to condemn God's people. We're not supposed to be out here judging and condemning and like, oh, you ain't supposed to eat that. You know, some people don't eat pork. Some people don't eat meat. 
If you are a vegan, that's cool because you're doing it to honor God or hopefully honor your body or whatever the case may be. We're not supposed to condemn others who do uh, who don't. It says their own matter will judge whether they stand or fall. And with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive his approval. So the only approval that we have to worry about is the one that they get from God. That's why I always say you have to have a relationship with God because it ain't about what I say. It's about how you feel. And um, in the same way, so think one day, don't think one day is more holy than the other. And that talks about people that believe like the Sabbath is on a Saturday or the Sabbath is on a Sunday or whatever the case may be. It says you should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. Those who worship the Lord on a special day to honor him, those who eat any kind of food. Um, and then it says the, the part that's most important is the why you're doing it right? And the why they're doing it. They're doing it to please God. And that is the most important part for we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. We live. If we, if it says, if we live, ooh, if we live, it's to honor the Lord. And if we die, it's to honor the Lord. Okay. So whatever, so whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ dies, died and rose again for this very purpose to be to be both of the living and of the dead. So why do you condemn another believer? Why do you look down on another believer? Remember, we will all stand before judgment seat of God for the scriptures. For the scripture says, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bend to me and every tongue will confess and give praise of God. All right, so. It says, okay, here, so here's another thing, and then we'll we'll have a discussion. Each of us, each of us give a personal account to God. So let's stop condemning each other and decide instead to live in such a way that will not cause other believe other believers to stumble and fall. Right. So out of all of that, we're not supposed to condemn one another one another. We're supposed to turn it around on ourselves and be like, how can I live better? And be a better example of what Jesus and God has called us to live, right? So um, last night, somebody expressed how an influencer made them stumble. And I had to repent for this because I've on my purse on this platform, I've said things that were not of God. I've preached or really preached things that weren't of God. I went against the Bible before on my platform and I had to repent for that and, and really ask God for forgiveness. And also I prayed that anybody that may have watched it did not stumble because of me. I, I pray that all the time. That's why I always say, if I misspeak, if I say the wrong thing, y'all let me know. Cause I I'm, I'm learning. Um, but I don't want to stray or have somebody stray or do the wrong thing because of me and my words. So I had to repent for that because that was not my intention. I thought at the time I was doing the right thing and saying the right thing, but I was not. So I had to repent for that and ask God for forgiveness because as believers, we want to do everything in our power not to make anybody stumble, not to make anybody fall, not to make anybody feel like God's love is not favorable or Jesus Christ does not sit on the throne and 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 he is all he is. You know, we don't want our actions to to diminish somebody else's walk. Could you imagine getting up on 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 the judgment day and God asking you, "So, with what I gave you, how many people did you bring to me?" You know, a lot of people a lot of people want to be influencers, right? But what are you influencing? And I'm not going to speak ill about the dead, but what are you influencing? And who cares if you helped five people, if you didn't influence or bring nobody closer to God, if you did not make God a part of your walk and a part of your journey or, um, you know, bring people closer to him or, or see him or get, get, what did you do? Okay. You had a million something dollars in the bank. You had a million something subscribers. So out of all of that, what did you do with it? Did you leave in this? And I'm not condemning I'm speaking this because I feel like so many people want influence, but why do you want that influence? The, I'm going to break this down right now. The only reason influencers exist is because of marketing. Because companies said, hmm, the rise of social media, I see when Susie gets online and she mentions my product, it sells out because they trust her. Okay, 
because influencing did not start as influencing y'all when i started youtube there were people but people were just making videos because they wanted to and it was fun and they liked certain things and they went to share their favorite things and people would buy those things and be like oh wow that's cool yeah so they would sell out so companies started going hmm instead of me paying ten thousand dollars for this billboard instead of me paying x thousands of dollars for this commercial all i got to do is cut this person this little check and then they could talk about this product and boom we can sell out or make some money or something like that that's why influencing is what it is so when i hear people say they want to be influencers i always wonder well what why now it's one thing if you want to share a hobby if you want to um you know, I understand that. And everybody's walk is different. And I understand everybody don't want to get on the internet and talk about God. I get that. But how are you being a living example? Are you being like Jesus? Or are you not being like Jesus? Even if you just wanted to do fashion, like I know preachers wives who just do fashion online, they don't really talk about God, but they are a living example of what I believe a Christian wife would be like. So are, if you, maybe you're not talking about God, but does your example reflect God? How are you dressed? How are you talking? What are you promoting? You know, um, and I'm not telling everybody grown, everybody, nobody's perfect and I'm not judging nobody, but I would hate to get to heaven and God say you had 90 something thousand people that followed you and listened to your videos. When did you ever talk about me? When did you ever bring them closer to me? When did you ever talk to them about me? Because I gave you all of that to see what you would do with it, to be a living example. And sometimes what happens with fame is people or fame, notoriety, popularity, they get we get so caught up in in all of the praise that we forget that it was God and not us. We think it was us. We think because we felt shot the video. We said what we said. We edited it. We put it out. We made the pre pretty thumbnail. We made the title all salacious and clickbaity. We did the tactics. We forget that it was God. We forget that it was God. And there's a reason why I stopped pursuing that. Thank God. Thank God. It was God because it wasn't me. I was very unconscious of this decision. But um, my dad was like, um, yeah, the way you do your show are you trying to make money? And I was like, no, I don't do morning motivation to get rich. I don't do morning motivation. Y'all notice I don't even really mess with the thumbnail too much. I don't. And it's not that. Um, I don't do it for the, for the, for the sake of a lot the reason why a lot of people make content. I'm very content with our community of the small morning motivators that are positive, that show up, that are doing the work. I love when y'all give me praise reports about how you guys are moving and things like that. And I'm not saying I'm better than any creator. I'm not saying what I do is the right way. No, I'm not saying that. If you feel like you are called to be, you do it the best way you feel fit. Go and do it how you feel at your absolute best. Um, but there's a reason why I do what I do. Y'all don't make money from doing this. I love y'all. I love God. I, I was told to, so I do. I show up and I obey. Now, could I have made money on this? Yes, I could have gave y'all. I got advertising slots. I could have pitched to brands and, and, and all of those things. I know how to make money on, on Instagram or social media. I just choose not to. I choose to make my money other ways. Um, bye. Have a good weekend. Um, but needless to say, no matter what we do, how are we a reflection of God? How are we a reflection? And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm sitting here saying I'm better. I'm not better than nobody. You know, we all got our own deeds. We all have our own walks. Um, but how, how is what we're doing a reflection of God and what God wants us to do? Yes, Romans 14, 13 through 23. Uh, yeah, it talks about not being a stumbling block for others. You know, and that's what we just read. Thank you for that. Uh, we just read that the dangers of criticism. We don't want to condemn people. I'm not up here trying to condemn nobody, but I want us to be very mindful on what we are placed in this planet to do and how do we use the influence that we do have? Because maybe you don't got 200,000 followers or subscribers or whatever the case may be, but you got 10, 
you got 12, you got a couple hundred, you got a couple thousand, you got 10,000, you got 20,000, you got 40,000. You may have a hundred thousand, you may have a million. I don't know who watches me. But what are we doing with the influence that we have? Are we leading people to God at all? At all? Just something to think about. How are our actions when you walk around on a day to day? Do people, do you reflect God? And we're not perfect. Y'all be in traffic looking at people like this. And I'd be like, Brittany, that is not a reflection of God. (laughs) Especially when they cut me off or they don't let me over. I'd be like, really? I don't cuss no, I don't cuss nobody out no more. I don't cuss nobody out of my car and go all right, but I do give them the stank look. I got to work on that. But that's how I really try to operate in the world is, am I being a reflection of Jesus Christ? Am I bringing a reflection of God? Am I being a reflection of what I believe a Christian person is supposed to be? You know, and it, it's just, it goes down to the simplest thing, taking the cart back instead of being trifling. I'm, I'm calling y'all out for some of the, for people that do it. Instead of being trifling and just putting the cart in the middle, just go put it back at the bag at the cart station. It takes you two seconds. Instead of trying to run people off the road, just be patient and wait and just let people go so you don't hurt or kill nobody. You know, instead of being rude while somebody's taking a whole lot of time or somebody mess up your your order at Starbucks or they got something wrong. Be nice. Those people are just working there. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they got stuff going on. And no, it's not your problem, but we are here to love each other and have grace and empathy and sympathy for one another. Just be like, oh, no problem, you know. Patience. Maybe God is testing you with your patience. You know, when God it works on my patience, he makes me have to wait. I get behind the one week I pray for patience, y'all. I was behind every slow driver and it was driving me insane and all I could do is just be like Brittany you pray for patience God is testing your patience (laughs) it'll test you so um we are supposed to just be those reflections and keep it um and keep it cool keep it cordial hello hi guys uh Erica says I work at a recovery center and I preach to my residents how important God is in the recovery process we are not supposed to encourage spirituality but I can't encourage it without the Lord's guidance. Amen. And sometimes, you know, cause it ain't about pushing it on them. You just mention it. You know, God loves you. I feel like you're doing great work. Don't get fired. But you see how they try to remove God out of everything. Y'all want people, they want people to rely on medication and Chris and no, you know, teach their own, but they want people to rely on everything but God. I ain't never seen God do no harm to nobody especially in their time of need. I've only seen great things happen. I've never seen people that lean on God and just got a whole bunch worse. It's crazy. They want us to lean on everything else, the doctor, the medication and whatever, but you can't pray. Ain't that some stuff? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that orchid. Uh, such a lady says, oh, I love uh, you too. Been rocking with you since day one. Thank you, such a lady. God led God led me to you. Thank you for all you do. I appreciate that. And I'm and honestly, y'all, I didn't say none of that to be like, see, no, I'm really just being honest and transparent. I do not get this. This don't make me no money, but I feel like I'm supposed to do it. So I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to show up. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Um, And that's not that's not the case for everybody. So I'm not saying you're supposed to get on here and just do you know, meet what I do or what I was called. That's why the relationship with God is so important. But I say all that to say is like, that's more important to me. Pleasing God is more important to me than money. Because if I wanted to make some money on the internet, ladies, y'all know it is not hard. If you really want to make money on the internet, all you got to do is start start a page, show some TNA, show some feet, and here comes some money. It's not hard to make money on the internet. It is harder to make money the right way, but it's doable. I just choose to not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Vester uh, says God is a provider and he will uh, and he will be blessed for spreading his word. Absolutely. And I do feel blessed. And the thing is, too, is sometimes it doesn't come in the form of monetary value. Sometimes it does. You know, hallelujah. I do got income. Hello. Hello, somebody. And my cup runneth over. Hello, somebody. Uh, but sometimes it comes in the blessings of just health. The fact that I can be on here, the blessing of time, 
The fact that everything I do does not interfere with morning motivation. Nothing I do inter interferes with morning motivation. Nothing. Um, which is a blessing. The, 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 Y'all, the fact that 40 to maybe, maybe the highest we get, maybe 400. That fact that 400 of y'all listen and get stuff from this is a blessing to me. The fact that I'm even able to do it. I have like, I have a studio. That is a blessing to me. So sometimes it ain't always monetary. You know, I want us to not only think about God as like a bank account. Not saying you said that at all. But sometimes we only feel like we're blessed if our money and our bank accounts are like, y'all, for real, sometimes having a, you're in your right mind, that you're not being spiritually attacked, that you're not, um, you're not wanting for anything, that your car service light's been on. And he's still letting you roll on, <laughs> roll on the river. You know what I mean? Like those are blessings within itself. So I appreciate that. Um, and I do feel like I'm very blessed. Like I really don't have much to complain about. Anything that I have to complain about is stuff that I can work on and fix and just takes time and patience. But I appreciate that. Thank you. He wants says, yes, Brittany, a great message, especially for just before the weekend. Ow, period. Uh, Cindy says, Brittany, I literally just got done reading about and praying about uh, patience. Uh, praise God for confirmation. Yes, y'all, when you pray for something, let me tell y'all this. I've, I've, been, I've been telling y'all how I've been praying and preparing to be a wife and a mother, right? So I've been really doing a lot of research, hearing godly people talk about marriage, hear godly people talk about what a wife is and prayers for your husband, all this stuff. I got a book called Wives Prayers. I've been really studying Proverbs 31 Woman. And one of the verses is uh, she suffers nothing of laziness and her she gets up before her household and her lamp burned late in the night. Right. That has been me. I used to have a lot of free time. I don't got a whole lot of free time no more between church, two jobs, uh, social media stuff. And volunteering that I don't have a whole lot and my coaching clients, I don't have a whole lot of like. A whole bunch of like time just to be idle, right? And it's funny because I was just, I was, I was last night, I was just like, dang, I still got a client to do. It was like 8.30. And I said, well, I said, and, and I, and it came over me. You said you want to be a Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> this is what you said. This is what you wanted. And I was just like, you know what? Right. Yep. Yep. Work it, work it, work it, Jesus. Work it, work it, work it in me. Oh, I did not have on earrings. I did. I forgot to put those on. Do not like when I don't have earrings on y'all. My grandma. Anyways, my grandma would be like, where your earrings at? Um, that is very, but yes, anything that you are praying about, God will continue to test you until you pass the test and then he'll test you some more. Melissa says, you're not the only one. Slow driving is my pet peeve. Yet when you are, especially when you're in a rush and you know you can go faster than the speed limit on a certain road, Lord, I know that's wrong. Forgive me, please. Um, we have back roads in Georgia and on the back roads, you can, you don't got to go 25 miles per hour, but for whatever reason, it'll be a visitor, an older person. And that's why I have to really pray though. Cause a lot of times they, they're older. So we have to slow down because if it were our grandparents or us, when we get older, one day we going to be the old slow folks on the road. Okay. So we got to get in grace. We have to be patient. We can't be laying on the horn and doing too much and following too close behind Still be respectful because that might be somebody's grandmother. That might be somebody's grandfather. And, and I always be like, you better be old. <laughs> I be sitting behind them. I'd be like, you better be old. And then when I pass them, they're old. I'm like, oh, they were. Okay. You know, so, uh, but yeah, that's my pet peeve. God will, and he'll put slow people in front of you. You want patience. That's the day the train is going to come and you got to wait. Um, so make sure that you guys are passing the test. Make sure y'all are passing the test because he's going he gonna to keep working your nerves until your nerves is worked out. Ooh, that's a message. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love how y'all y'all love each other. Uh, the Happy Housewife says, that's why I felt compelled to leave the previous YouTube sector I was, I was in and I wanted to talk about God and they wanted to beef money. So I started a new chapter. Ooh, hallelujah. Yeah, I, I am. I'm invited on certain platforms and not that I don't like them or don't respect them. I just we just don't, you know, we just don't 
rock the same boat. Uh, Socialize Simone says, I found you, your YouTube channel two weeks ago and been stuck ever since. My faith has grown so much. Thank you. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you for saying that. You got to give old people a break because we're going to be old one day. We're going to be the old people. We young now. We young and vibrant now. That's why I give. I try to be very, very, very nice to older people. Y'all better not be me. I'm telling y'all, God, God will bring it full circle. If all my young folks, all my 50 and unders, y'all better be nice to older people. Y'all better keep be nice to y'all elders and respect your elders because one day you going to be an elder. And the time you did not hold the door, the time that you was beeping and honking and being mean behind someone and all the times that you wasn't being courteous and you got in front of the old person and took their basket and went along your way while they was scuffling. And anytime you didn't say yes, ma'am, anytime you. You're going to be old one day, too. So that's why we're supposed to treat people how we want to be treated. We better be nice to old people. I know. And thank you, happy housewife, God willing, because we might not make it. <laughs> Facts. We might not make it. God tests you uh, when the stakes are low so you don't make the mistake when the stakes are high. Ooh, I like that. But does anybody have any? Uh, we still got 10 minutes. Anybody got any beautiful things? Anybody got any questions, comments, concerns, anything that y'all want to talk about? Is there a Bible verse that you're struggling with that we can potentially talk about? Oh, I'm back. Um, I pray that you guys have a safe weekend. We ain't getting out of here just yet. We got 10 minutes, eight minutes. Um, but I do. I just pray that we just do better for each other. And then even if you're not done right, still do right. Still do right because God is always watching. And maybe that's a test. You know, don't just be nice to people who are nice to you. Don't just do right by people who are good to you. Do right by each other. Uh, today I read Proverbs. I'm just waiting on y'all if y'all want to comment, question, concern. Uh, today I read Proverbs 21. One thing I say is if you are new to reading your Bible or something that's not really familiar to you, start in Proverbs. You could do Romans. Um. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Be blocked and be blessed. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> who, who has time? Maybe they live on a different side of the world. 8 a.m. Being nasty. Can't even wipe the coal out of my eye yet. Sydney <laughs> says, whenever I see old folks, I think about my 81-year-old uh, mama. Oh, mama. Uh even thinking about people being rude or mean to her will make me want to fight. Exactly. Right. I want people to be nice to my grandmother and I got to be, if we make it y'all, we don't want to be, uh, we don't want to be mean. Thank you, Percy. Oh, Percy. Brittany, before you go, because you're so sweet spirited, I wanted to pray for you. Oh, pay for your gas to church this Sunday. Inflation is real. Percy, I appreciate it. You just pay for gas for the whole week. Period. Because I, I, I got my y'all. I got my budget down so good. I can, I can make it off fifty dollars worth of groceries and fifty dollars worth of gas. You just paid for my whole week. Thank you, Percy. Percy, I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. Thank you, Percy. Percy, done put gas in your girl's car all week. See, ladies, if your man don't provide, nah, Percy ain't my man. But if a strange, if, if if somebody that's one of my morning motivator men can provide, provide. And, and not in a superficial way, but I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Percy. I pray your wife is on her way. Um, says, since I watched this show, I started, oh, wait, uh, I started my mornings listening to gospel and to get to get a positive worship, start my day. No more trap music. <laughs> yeah, trap music be making me want to fight. I mean, certain songs. I mean, I, I still listen to it occasionally. But sometimes what I don't like is when it's like playing in my head all day. I'd be like, why is Glorilla, why is F-R-E-E -E just living in my head rent free? I don't like that. I like the song is, you know, song still, song still bop. 
but why are you living rent free in my head? So I try to listen to more worship music. So that is just what's penetrating in my subconscious. Because when I listen to ratchet music, it just be in my mind all day. I'd be like, little baby, sit down. <laughs> Do you watch Chosen? No, I've never heard of that, that show. I know Percy's so sweet. See, Yolanda, now you're doing too much. Because <laughs> Percy, ain't nobody tell Percy that God didn't tell uh, God didn't tell me Percy was my husband. And and Percy ain't saved that God. God did not tell Percy I was his wife. See, and that's the thing too, believers. Everybody that is nice to you does not mean that that's your husband. Everybody that is sweet to you does not mean that's your wife. Everybody that is, sometimes people just being nice. Percy is just being nice, y'all. Everybody that's nice to you do not mean that that's who you're supposed to be married to. <laughs> Believers always trying to be like, ooh, this person cute, that person cute. Y'all should be together. That is not what... <laughs> Percy don't even live in my state. How be a person going to be... How person going to be my wife? We ain't never... I mean, my husband... Believers should be trying to link other believers together so bad. Sat down, Yolanda. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> trying to play matchmaker on morning motivation. <laughs> Sit down. Sydney says, question. Uh, how do folks handle stressful situations at work? I always call on the Holy Spirit, but sometimes my flesh pops in first. <laughs> And stress weapon takes over. Uh, my stress response takes over. Uh, I would say re remove yourself from the situation. Take a deep breath. When people get on your nerves, take a deep breath. You pray for them. Lord, get your children. And you remove yourself. Go to the bathroom. Take a deep breath. Cry it out if you have to. I've, I've been in plenty of times where I've had to walk away from a situation at work, go to the bathroom and cry. Get myself together and come back. Um, remove it, pray, rebuke it. And then sometimes it's a test. Sometimes you're being tested. Sometimes God will test you. Sometimes the devil will test you. And sometimes, you know, don't give the devil too much credit, but sometimes the devil knows exactly how to push your buttons to make you not be who God has called you to be. It's really, y'all being a, being a Christian is hard in the world. It's hard because you gotta, you gotta walk away when you want to cuss people out. You got to walk away and, and know that you're being tested when you want to go off. When I want to honk my horn, I have to sit there and just be like, Jesus, give me patience. Sometimes you have to pray for others. Lord, forgive them. They not know what they do. Sometimes you got to say, Jesus, get your children. Lord, get your kids. Because she don't know me. You're not supposed to be a doormat, but you you I pray. I walk away. I take some time. I say, you know what? I need a moment. I'll be back. I need to just give me, just can you give me a second? And you go off and you do what you got to do and never handle a situation when you're angry. Ladies and gentlemen, it, he who angers you controls you. So it's never wise uh, to handle any situation angry. You just be like, you know what? Let me take a break. Let me revisit this. Um, let me revisit this when, when, when I, when, when I'm in a, a good headspace. Be, yeah, we got to be mature enough to just be like, you know what? Just let me get a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to you when I have a solution because arguing doesn't do anything. Like a lot of people, that's why on the internet, that's why we can't listen to a whole bunch of sound bites because people just want to argue. They just want to spew their points and they, they bring no solutions to the table. No, no solutions to the, to the table. Happy Housewives says, I don't like that song. I do. That beat ride. It's not a good song, but that beat. Uh, yeah, uh, I just like the, it's just, it's catchy. It's just catchy. Didn't you say your grandma knew me? Tell grandma, I said, hey, you better stop, Purse. <laughs> she said uh, She said that she wanted to, she said, where's Percy at on the thing? Because uh, she hadn't seen you on one of our um, our morning motivation. Thank you, Yolanda. <laughs> Yolanda said, I'm just going to, since I said so, I'm just going to put some in the collection plate. <laughs> Diamond said, that was kind. This is a beautiful platform you've created. Uh, have a lovely day to all be blessed in favor. Absolutely. Um, sat down. See, wasn't meant to be. See, Percy was in Atlanta last week. I ain't know he ain't know. See, the, see what I'm talking about? Percy, don't get no ideas. You don't get no ideas. <laughs> um, 
Diamonds of Brittany, you're the reason why I brought a physical Bible and have really been trying to get closer to God and being a better person. Thank you so much. Thank you. But you are doing the work. You are doing the work. I bless you guys because you guys are doing the work. I, I can say something, but it's, it's really the implementation. So you guys be proud of yourself. But I appreciate that, Diamond. Yes, you guys get a physical Bible. I got a digital one for Bible study now. I don't lug my uh, crumbly. My good faithful, I don't I don't lug this to church no more. I use my, my my iPad at church. But when I study and I read and I prepare, um, when I study, I study from here. I just take notes in the other uh in my digital Bible, but I, I love my old faithful. If you guys have to go to work, I love you. Have a beautiful, blessed weekend. I'm gonna stay on for a little while longer and just chat with y'all if y'all want that. Um L says, when I worked in retail, a girl I was cool with started dating my ex and he worked there too. Ooh. And I had, I was a highly stressful situation. I had to pray every day to keep me out of jail. That is so trifling. But you know what, L? I'm glad he was your ex because now you are married with a beautiful husband. But guess what? That's how trifling they were. Y'all, when people show you who they are, believe them. I'd be like, oh, y'all trifling selves can have each other because y'all don't have no integrity. That's like an integrity-less relationship. They weren't loyal to nobody. Mm, I'm glad you got out of that. See how God worked? Blessings. Now you trifling, trifling. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Simone says, I'm trying to reserve the trap music for the treadmill. You know what's funny? When I go to the gym, I listen to podcasts. I be listening to the same stuff. I listen to like podcasts about being a good wife and Jesus and interesting uh ross says Brittany. last night at bible study the pastor said who is mary mama mama as homework for us to look up oh who was mary's mom whoever mary's mom was uh raised her right okay that's interesting who was mary's mom who was jesus's grandma we know who Jesus's grandfather was because Joseph's father was, uh, ooh, not Solomon. Ooh, it's on the tip of my tongue because he's a descendant of Abraham. Levi? Wasn't Joseph's daddy Levi? Now y'all going to make me go look in the Bible. Y'all, if y'all have to go, y'all, I'm right now I'm just kicking it at this point. Where was, oh, where was Joseph's, uh, I think his dad's dad was Levi, but we don't know who's Mary, who Mary mama then was. Now I, now I got to go do some research because I believe Joseph's father was Levi, but I could be wrong. Was it Levi? Now I got to go do some research because it does say it in the Bible who his, who Jesus's granddaddy was. Now I got to go look. <laughs> Thank you guys. It was Isaac. Okay, see? It was Isaac? Okay. Then who then Levi was somebody daddy. Now I got to go do my Now I got to Now y'all want me to pull up my Bible, go do some research. Dang, and I don't even know what chapter it it uh listed. Jacob. <laughs> uh Mary's mom was St. Anne. See, here's the thing. When, when it comes to Christianity, especially non-denominational, we don't really talk about the saints. I need to do some research on St. Anne. Because um, when do they talk about her in the Bible? Yeah, it's either, is it Jacob? It's, it's one of them. I don't know if it's, is it Isaac? See, now I'm about to go. What part of the Bible? Every time I got a question, y'all, I just go to Google and I'd be like, where in the Bible? And then I go read the Bible myself. Oh, wait a minute. The Raiders are playing. <laughs> where in the Bible does it list Jesus is? Who is calling me? All right, y'all. I love y'all. Have a great, have a great day. Have a great day, y'all. I love you guys so much. I'm getting a call. Bye, y'all. Have a good one. Hello?
Oh, my bad, y'all. I'm going to figure it out. Bye, everyone. Y'all have a good re uh I was thinking about Jacob, not Joseph. I don't know Joseph. <laughs> I'm going to go look it up um, because I need to know. Descendants, not his descendants, his father. Descendants of Abraham, Matthew. So it's Matthew one and one. I know I just said body all. Jesus. <laughs> Let's see, Matthew, 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 Matthew. Matthew is the first chapter in the New Testament. I should know where it's at. Five, seven, seven. I, I got to figure this out, y'all. When people give me a hunch about the Bible or something like that, I got to go read. I got to go, like, figure it out or it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, you were right. It is Jacob. For anybody that's on, it is Jacob. Jacob is the father of Joseph and husband of man. It was Jacob. Good for you. Go ahead, Kiwan. It was jo It was Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph. Ja Jacob's father was Ma uh, Mathen. Mathen was, okay, now, now it get real biblical with the names. Yes, it talks about all the way. So Isaac. Uh, Abraham was the father of Isaac and then Isaac's descendants go all the way down to Jacob. And it's a lot of them too. That's a whole bunch of generations, but they never talk about the women and where they come from. Hmm. I don't talk about the men, but that's a lot of descendants. Yes. So from Abraham to Isaac, all the way down to Jacob to Joseph. All right. I love that. <laughs> Keep me on my toes. Y'all keep me on my toes. Uh, yes, it was Jacob. So you were right. Okay. Well, y'all have a willing, we know that mystery now. It was in, it's in Matthew. So there we know, we know. All right, you guys, I, have, I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed weekend. Thank you so much for everything. Uh, I love you guys. Be safe out there. I pray for safety, prosperity, good judgment, rest, and good health over the weekend. I will catch y'all on Monday. Bye, you all. <music>